0: Back here in the fast lane on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app, are you ready to get upset over things that may or may not matter? Then you need to listen right now to the Fast Five at Five-ish. It's time for the Fast Five at Five-ish. Five fast-paced, quick-witted things you need to know right now. Number five. All ACC first, second, and third team honors have been released. Two Virginia Cavaliers make it on the first team and no Virginia Tech Hokies despite Virginia Tech claiming a 55 to 17 victory in Charlottesville this past weekend
1: and having the number one graded corner in FBS
0: yes well I mean I, I, I and the kind sack of, leader in the ACC I kind of poo-poo some of the PFF grades because like in PFF's world the Philadelphia Eagles are like the ninth best team in the NFL right now according to their analytics and look I'm the first one to admit that I'm skeptical of Philadelphia but they are the only one lost team in the NFL right now that's kind of preposterous how some of their grades are so nebulous but anyway I digress off of that diatribe which gets me fired up Malik Washington wide receiver I get it he was an all ACC caliber wide receiver joins Keon Coleman and Xavier Restrepo of Miami on that particular grouping and then Jonas Sanker, the safety for Virginia who did have a very good season here's the thing Nate Wiggins for Clemson plays and talks big and then Elijah Jones of Boston College as well but the hardest thing to measure especially when you're looking at PFF stats and grades is that a lot of cases, certain players are not targeted because they are that good. You could have put Monsoor Delane on the first team defense for Virginia from Virginia Tech, and I could understand the case for
1: And him. that's not even who I was referring to, by the way.
0: If you wanted to put specialists on there, by the way, Keon Coleman of Florida State gets specialist. I don't know if I even agree with that. Look, I, I 100% agree with the concept of Keon Coleman as a first team wide receiver. He and Malik Washington of UVA. We're on that caliber, but I mean, I I, Bachel Tuten for Virginia Tech
1: has is like one of three players with two kick return touchdowns this year.
0: You could easily put him in there, and that's the country Uh,
1: as well. And I was referring to Dorian Strong and uh, Dorian
0: Strong is another one at cornerback for Virginia Tech, who again will is highly enough regarded that he may or may not even come back. May not even play in the bowl game because the nfl might be in his future and we've seen in a lot of cases players will opt out of the bowl game to start training for and preparing for the nfl draft so that's the part where i just kind of go with a little bit of a head scratcher now basial tootin was all purpose back second team and antoine powell ryland of virginia tech made second team defense but that's the one where i'm just the biggest head scratcher out of all of them and at tucker holloway was a specialist on third team but nothing for Bacial tootin Uh, that, that kind of blows my mind and shows just the subjectivity behind some of these rewards or awards if that's what you want to call them speaking of the virginia tech Hokies, number four they are the first team out of the commonwealth of virginia teams to have a major name enter the transfer portal sophomore tight end daquan wright He taking his 47 catches and 574 yards in two seasons into the transfer portal. I'll be curious where he lands. Honestly, I could see him being a target if he drops down a level, so to speak. For a program like Liberty or a JMU, he may get better offers from teams uh, that have a little bit more NIL cash to throw his way. But this is the classic case of high potential But not necessarily fully realizing that potential, as we mentioned with the production of Daquan right at Virginia Tech. Balls that were thrown this year kind of got shifted away from him, whether it was Tootin or Thomas to a smaller extent at running back, whether it was Holloway, Daquan Felton, Jalen the more athletic lane, or even Ali Jennings for all one half of a game that he played. You know, there really were other options in the passing game for Virginia Tech than Daquan Wright and that's the beauty of competition in all honesty is sometimes it's going to phase guys out and force them to elevate their game and either they do and you get a better version of them or you don't and you understand that they're not going to be able to stick around which means you're going to get more clarity on what that guy could or could not do for you or if he is going to head somewhere else in the future. Number three. The rumors are there and when you start getting connected to multiple programs this is where I would pay attention. If I'm a JMU Dukes fan. Because Kirk Signetti has been mentioned to be in the mix at
1: Indiana. No, not John Gruden, which would be comical if he got that job. Uh, by the way,
0: I do not understand... That the-
1: would have been my favorite coaching hire of this cycle until... Uh, I need to mention that uh, Arkansas is no,
0: no, no, we're getting to that number two. Okay,
1: because I found an, an interesting tidbit that I don't know if you know yet, but I can't wait to tell you.
0: Can I just ask this question? What is the fascination with John Gruden? He took the parts that Tony Dungy had put together and the culture he had built in in Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl in his first year and then totally started to wreck that. And then he went to the Raiders and didn't do much. He went to the Monday Night Football booth in between and oh, he's going to be the next John Madden. No, he definitely was not. He was all about taking no real stance on anything because he wanted to get back into coaching and somehow the Raiders fell for it. And then he assembled the roster. No, it was not Mike Mayock. Yes, it was John Gruden that stunk. So Just, let's put that rumor
1: to bed. I was going to say, does put, he does he know that uh, if since he would technically be a state employee that uh, we could FOA his...
0: Uh, FOIA, Freedom of Information Act. Yeah, his text messages his and emails. emails from his state-used devices. I honestly don't know if he knows that or if he thinks he's so above it that it would never actually happen to him.
1: Shout out to Pat 40 for that, by the way.
0: But Kirk Signetti's name has actually been mentioned in the mix at Indiana. I give it more credence than Indy than John Gruden. And then Signetic Exactly. That's what I was also gonna say. Signetti's name has also come up at Duke, which ties this together. When you start having a coach who's mentioned in multiple spots in the coaching cycle, I think there's some steam to this. And here's the big part when you think of Signetti. He's 62, he's not a young coach relative to the profession
1: similar to willie fritz
0: he is which means you wonder whether he's going to strike while the iron's hot to try to land one of these power five jobs because he doesn't have as much time as we'll just use our guy in our backyard jamie chowell of liberty who can afford to be patient because he's a younger coach chabble has time to be patient and wait for the ideal job to open up if it ever does whereas a signetti maybe you take a lesser desired job particularly if they're willing to pay you well and in the case of a place like duke be extremely patient and understanding as long as you have solid
1: but not spectacular seasons. Also, maybe in a way lesser competitive, or well, Signati's in a way more competitive conference. Cough, cough.
0: Number two,
1: Trey. This just is so funny. Ahead and All right, gloat about this news. Today. So. It is announced, or it, is, it has been officially announced, that Bobby Petrino, yes, yes, that Bobby Petrino is returning to Arkansas to become their offensive coordinator.
0: The former paranoid and rather undisciplined Harley how we dealerships
1: say. all across the state of Arkansas are now excited more than ever. My favorite part about this is the University of Arkansas. This is from Stuart Mandel, The Athletic. The University of the Arkansas board has a policy that says any employee who has been dismissed for cause is not eligible for re-employment within the university unless the president grants an exception. So this means the president at Arkansas had to grant an exception for Bobby Brasrino to become the offensive coordinator at Arkansas. I love this sport so much. This is hilarious it might work out because he's a really good offensive coordinator but the fact he's back like it was funny when he went back to louisville but it kind of made sense and he had lamar jackson and he did really good until you know it blew up in his face but sam Pittman probably has one more year left here so you might as well go with the yolo move of bobby petrino because it works so well for jimbo fisher which i think there was more jimbo fisher than bobby petrino but uh this is hilarious
0: trey here's the other comical part to this you know what's gonna happen it's gonna Pittman blow is going to have a bad year. Interim coach Bobby Petrino, book it. Trey, I don't know if you knew these people in high school and college, but oh, I definitely did. Where they would always be in disagreements, they would end up breaking up and getting back together because they just they couldn't help being around each other. They just, even despite all the disputes, the breakups, the arguments, the everything else, They just kept getting back together because they couldn't help it. It's like they get, you know, it's like a magnetic pull. I got it. It's like Sam and Ron
1: on the Jersey Shore. I got it. Yes. Snooky. by the way. No, Sam and Ron. Oh, yes. Sam and Ron, the two that would
0: always fight and then get back together. Yes. Not my girl, Snooky, touching a heart, of course. Or Sitch, like my abs. Um, No. Here's the thing, though. That's exactly what this is and exactly the direction that it will go. Before we get to number one on w 2 six BG Timberlake, WVGA, Lynchburg, WMNA, Gretna Danville, Southside. We'll it made us go over. That's how excited
1: we we were excited about Bobby Petrino.
0: Trey could not contain his excitement. And by the way, your feedback, we'll get to that more tomorrow in the Fast Lane. But...
1: And number one
0: on the Fast Five at 5 is Trey, a BOGO special. Much like the special at InsaneRadioDeals.com now ends through tonight. Wednesday. Uh, now through tonight. Or tomorrow night. To Tomorrow night, enter the promo code Black Friday at checkout for 55.5% off your purchase at InsaneRadioDeals.com. 66.6%. Those numbers aligning. Some people didn't like it, so blame them for why it's only 55.5%. Still a heck of a deal, by the way, at InsaneRadioDeals.com. But it's a BOGO special here of good news. For the Virginia Cavaliers, first running back news. Yesterday, ACC announcing that Mike Collins receives the conference's brian piccolo award for the most courageous football player trey for all the haymakers that we have thrown at the university of virginia and when it comes to their is awesome. performance or lack thereof which i think are justified this is fantastic and this is such a great story that it absolutely is worth talking about and publicizing just how remarkable it is that basically a year after being shot because he ran back onto the bus to try to rescue three teammates who had been shot all of whom tragically passed away he is back on the football field played and contributed for the virginia cavaliers this year as a running back he absolutely is deserving of this award sometimes you can sit there and wonder whether it makes a lot of sense oh this one not only makes complete sense but is more than well-deserved so an absolute congratulations has got to be extended to Mike Hollins on this. And the other part to this, sticking with the running back room at the University of Virginia, if you have not seen it yet, Fastlane midlane the Twitter handle for this. UVA running back Paris Jones walked out of the Louisville Frazier Rehab Institute today, 19 days after he was seriously injured and temporary loss of movement in his body during that game against the University of Louisville. An emotional moment. It was so cool to see all the nurses and practitioners give Paris Jones the ovation and the cheer to walk out. And yes, Virginia's season again ended in embarrassing fashion to Virginia Tech. And yes, there are big long-term questions that will continue to be asked about this team. But for all the warts that are out there, I do think you have to admit at least that Tony Elliott has guided this team in a remarkable way and kept them together as best as you could reasonably expect from a moral perspective and from a trying to make the most out of an awful situation do i think he can coach i still think that's very very debatable but the ability to do that the 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 fact that virginia has had all these obstacles and yet the players like mike collins and paris jones have worked to overcome them it's 100 percent warranted bringing that up and looking to those people as individuals who should still be viewed as role models and an inspiration because we mentioned so much How sports is an opportunity to look at how people overcome adversity in different paths of life and in different areas that pop up. When adversity strikes, how you respond. And Mike Collins and Paris Jones are shining examples of that and deserve every bit of praise that has been thrown their way. So, your thoughts that have been presented to us at Fastlane Lane, Lane, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. They will have to wait until tomorrow in the Fastlane. That does it for us today, though. Fast Lane, Ed Lane, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram to keep those thoughts coming. Trey Law VT as well on the socials. Fast Lane, Ed Lane, where you listen to podcast. if you missed anything. Now, on to regular CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg programming as we're back tomorrow afternoon, 5 to 6-ish.